0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Make It Work podcast. This is Stephanie. And this is Morgan. And ends up we kind of forgot to say our normal spiel last week, basically, (laughs) that uh, we still need the help. We're really, we need your help as much as possible, so.
1: I mean, we'll say it every chance that we get, except like when we forget because we're tired, you know? (laughs) But (laughs) help.
0: Please. (laughs) Love of God. Share. Subscribe. Rate. Review. Tell a friend. Phone a friend. Sharing a story. I don't let whatever whatever you feel open to, we'll take it. We
1: appreciate it. Again, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. We will take whatever we can get. Amen. Uh, Alright. So this week,
0: I'm gonna thank Blair for the idea for this because we're gonna start this new series here. I'll make it work. Because Again, this whole podcast, we didn't really want to put ourselves in a box, but basically we wanted to take hard conversations, big conversations, and make them lighter, funnier, approachable, right? Right. Morgan and I, for some fucking reason, (laughs) prefer to learn things the difficult way, which is exhausting, but also leads to really good stories. So this series is going to be shit we had to learn the hard
1: way. I mean, the options are endless, question mark. Yeah,
0: truly. I mean, constant. And it's not like I'm like, oh, I'm never going to do it again. I'll probably get a new one for you guys in the next week. I am sure.
1: (laughs) I just don't learn in an easy way. The way that I learn is to make the mistake. Yes. Recognize that it was a mistake. And maybe, if I'm lucky not make the same mistake again. Yeah, possibly.
0: Most of the time, especially a few things, I prefer to learn it repetitively. It's like I'm trying to
1: memorize
0: while also Mm -hmm. hands-on learning.
1: (laughs) Well, you can't learn it if you don't remember it.
0: Exactly. And God knows uh, my stupid ass. Repetition is key.
1: (laughs) Repetition about
0: how dumb I can be. But I don't know, for such a smart person, I just make really stupid choices sometimes, you know? I also still have that thing where I think that people are good in the world and then every day I'm reminded that I'm probably wrong. And then usually that same mindset is what gets me into these positions.
1: I don't feel that way. I've never felt that way about humans. I hate them all. (laughs) I think humans are inherently bad. Uh, And... I stand by that with what I've been through in life and what I've watched you go through in life. Yeah. And uh, I still fuck up.
0: (sighs) Yeah. It just happens. I mean, I don't know. That's the best stories you never have. There's never a good story or I've never made anybody laugh when we're out at dinner over something that I did like a really good job on, you know? Right. (laughs) Like my star shining moments are not what I'm sharing when I've had two or three margaritas. Okay. It's the stupid
1: shit. It's the stuff that people can relate to. People like to talk about. Makes them feel less dumb. Makes them feel like they're not the only person that's done something ridiculous. Yeah, oh, and we, we are here to help with that.
0: We are. Oh, say, we had. We have always said that we would love for you guys to send in stories and stuff. We have a friend from high school. I'm gonna keep her name out. It, I'll tell you later who it is. Um, that sent me a story after a grief grief episode. And she was. She said that she was at my dad's funeral, wasn't aware that we knew how fucking weird that funeral was. <laughs> and she's like, so I'm glad that you were aware. I was like, oh, yeah, I was alternating between sobbing and laughing. And then she said her very first funeral experience, her and her best friend got dropped off at the wrong funeral for Shut like the fuck up. a friend of theirs. And so they were in, like, middle school, and one of their friends passed away, and then they got there, and their mom had dropped them off, therefore, they couldn't leave, so they were with this grieving family, and stayed oh, through the whole that. funeral <laughs> for someone they didn't know and missed their friends'
1: either. Shut up.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, so one of our friends learned the hard way that you gotta double check, you know, <laughs> double check where the funeral's at and uh thank god we have cell phones now you know
1: (laughs) i would die without my cell phone if i didn't have my cell phone i would still like be on the road pulled over somewhere from 15 years ago
0: oh yeah you we would have lost you so you wouldn't have been kidnapped no one would think you were kidnapped everyone would know you were lost yeah like no one would be like oh she they took her i'd be like no you gave her a fucking car and she there's no GPS in it (laughs) that's what happened
1: yeah that's exactly what would have happened but, like, my strategy has always been to just stay. <laughs> you just make a new family. <laughs> new I would place. just create a new life for myself wherever I got dropped. Because, <laughs> like, I was always told by my parents because I've never known what the fuck was going on around me. I'm the least aware person Truly. on earth. Truly. <laughs> and they were like, look, when we're trying to find you and you're trying to find us... It's not going to happen. So just stay where you are and let us do the looking because it's going to be, we'll rescue you faster if we do it that way. That makes sense. Speaking of your
0: parents, do we want to start off with our first lesson, the hardest adult lesson?
1: I guess. (laughs) Ugh. (laughs) Talk about a rough pill to swallow. (laughs) Um, Coming from someone who... Lived to piss off their parents. (laughs) Thrived on it. Woke up every day thinking of new ways to make my mom feel like shit, you know? (laughs) It was a number one hobby from 12 to
0: 17. (laughs) The American pastime.
1: Fuck baseball. (laughs) Baseball. We're pissing off Cheryl. (laughs) so the lesson that I learned the hard way and that you did too, I think we can all agree on this is that our moms are 99.99% of the time. Correct.
0: Oh, I just threw up in my mouth
1: <laughs> and it's like, why, you know,
0: <laughs> it's always so frustrating. And it's, it's like the little bit of arrogance they have too because they you now you know they have the life experience to see that they see how stupid you are like as an adult you're like oh you just saw how dumb i was being but admitting they were right and almost sometimes you didn't want to do what they say to affirm that they were correct because then if you do what they say and they're correct then they get smug about it
1: right i don't want that if i ever have to Which, you know, I have stories to go along with this, but if I ever have to, like, sit down and admit to my mom that she was right, I always, always start off the conversation with, do not say I told you so. (laughs) I'm not interested. At all. Zero dollars (sighs) interested. That's fair. Okay? Yeah. She usually is, she's just happy that I, like, did what she said. (laughs) in the end so she won't say I told you so but it is a intense and deeply seated fear of mine for my mom to tell me she told me so yeah I don't want to hear it I don't want to hear it either
0: So, so I don't feel like I have as many as you do the top one I can think of is a time where my two best girlfriends from high school we were supposed to go drink at one of their houses right my mom's like mom spider senses were tingling like she knew mm-hmm. she just felt it and she's like i just don't want you going out it's already almost curfew because in tennessee when you're 16 you can only drive until 11 i think it is yeah and um it was like 10:50, and i was at my house and i was like mom i'm just grabbing my stuff and i'm leaving she lives in the neighborhood all is fine and she's like, I don't know. I just don't feel good about it. Which, like, I was not the kid who wasn't allowed to go do things. So I was like, why the fuck are you doing something now? I literally have a six-pack of beer hidden in my car that's going to get warm. I need to get to her house, like, now. Like, right. why, why, are you, why are you giving me a hard time now? Like, I got to go. And She doesn't know the beer part. But in my head, I'm like, Mom, stop being annoying. Like, I'm just going to Jillian's house. I'm just going to Jillian's house. She lives in the neighborhood. It's fine. So I get over there, and she's like, hey, uh, Sarah's going to meet us at Kroger, so we got to go. I was like, dude, my mom, I'm also in my pajamas this morning. Like, come home from a football game, put pajamas on to go to a girlfriend's house. And I was like, I just told my mom I want to be driving after curfew, and I'm not getting pulled over and getting in trouble after I've told her because I don't lie to her because else I'm fucked, and I'm not allowed to do things (laughs) right so so I get in her car and I'm like but you can drive and we'll go I mean why does that matter because if you lose your license I don't get in trouble (laughs) So, (laughs) so I get in the car with her and she had gotten in a fight with her boyfriend and she was driving like a fucking maniac called one I called our girlfriend we were meeting and I was like hey if I make it there because Jillian's being driving like crazy person you know, we'll see you soon. And she was just, you know, a typical teenager. You know, we react intense emotions. That's why we're only supposed to drive at certain hours. That's why we have rules <laughs> it's because we do stupid shit like this. And right,
1: like your brain's not developed yet. Yeah. So maybe don't drive when it's really dark out.
0: Yeah, and when you have been partying and you have been up all day, whatever else, which we hadn't drank anything yet, but still, like it, it was just not a good choice. And she was angry, so she was going too fast. Another rule in our house is you always wear underwear and a bra to leave the house. I was always like, whatever, mom. I was like, in pajamas, no bra. Zip a hoodie. And she's like, Stephanie, you never know what's going to happen. Like, you need to wear underwear and bra to leave the house. Did I listen? No. I was wearing pajamas to a girlfriend's house We're supposed to be drinking at. Like, why would I put on nice clothes? That's not happening. So uh, we get in a car accident. Like, or, er, you're Morgan. (laughs) Jillian. (laughs) Jillian goes around a curve and we, like, hit a driveway around this curve, basically launched, went into a ditch and rolled the car. Really bad accident. Um, and we were rolled onto the driver's side and I, which I would find out later, had actually broke my neck. I thought we had just broke my collarbone because I couldn't move my right arm. And so I couldn't open the car door to get out of the car. So I was like, well, this is a problem because Jillian was panicking and was just like sitting there like, oh, my God, my parents are going to kill me. And I'm like, well, we are literally trapped in the car because you're not functioning and I can't move the arm that's on the side of the door.
1: Oh, my God.
0: And so I call my mom first and then I called Jillian's parents and they come and pick me up and my mom's like you told me you're going to her house I was like I told you I wasn't driving I was supposed to go to her house but I purposely didn't drive and I got in this situation because I oh
1: my was trying
0: to like do what you asked and so she gets me out of the car and she's like what's what is happening she had to climb in the ditch my mom y'all my mom's like 5'2 okay she's like a little tiny human she's pulling my 5'10 ass out of a car she says this is the meanest thing I've ever done to her <laughs> is <laughs> I have to pull me out of a rolled car out of a side of a ditch and pulls me out so she's already pissed because she's like I fucking told you not to go out and you didn't listen she knew she just had the tingly sentence then the hottest paramedics get there okay (sighs) the couldn't be cuter and I am humiliated because everything going on I'm wearing just a zip up hoodie no bra I can't move my arm so they have to unzip and cut my (gasps) like sweatshirt so my tit is just falling out (laughs) (laughs) Just <laughs> a so full right
1: areola in the wind <laughs>
0: with a sling on
1: That's going to be a porn title soon. Right areola <laughs> in the wind. <laughs> uh, nobody steal it. I'm going to take it on OnlyFans. <laughs> TM, TM. 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 Right areola to
0: the wind. But, yeah. Because <laughs> it, it was my right arm. And I just remember being so red. So I could just see like on her face like a it was pure relief that i was alive because i mean she saw my car rolled upside down like on its side with me in it and she had to pull me out which is fucking terrifying i'm sure as an adult i'm like i'm so sorry
1: yeah you really put her through it
0: yeah but then sitting there and like the extra like i fucking told you to not leave the house without a bra and underwear on that she Mm -hmm. had on her face like watching me and i was like he's so cute and it's my favorite odie she goes dude I don't feel bad for you at all. No. Like zero zero sympathy at all. So yeah, my mom, that and hundreds of small things is almost always right. And it's fucking exhausting. And I'm just curious of at what point of parenthood does that kick in? Because i sure it's fucking not always right or close to always right about anything. Like, do you have to get pregnant? Do you have to have the baby? Does the baby have to put you through hell that you're finally always correct? Like, what is it? When do you get to be the right one?
1: I don't know is it because is it that they're always right or are we like remembering certain things that kind of taught us a lesson were we not aware that they were actually human beings back then because that's something we're going to talk about too Yeah, that's true like Um, they had to fuck up in order for us to fuck up that's also hard
0: when you have parents who did get into trouble
1: Oh, mine did, for yeah, sure.
0: Yeah, because my mom caught on to my bullshit
1: real Early. fast. Yeah. Real fast. Yeah. I mean, with my mom, I, I'm, I just, every everything, you know, in my life now. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> just so fucking infuriating. Like, my mom's been telling me to be a nurse my whole fucking life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just decided to say big, fuck you, go get a different degree, tried to make that work for years and hated it, was miserable and fucking got into nursing school. And now I'm like, like my life now is just like, and I told you so from my mom. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. And it's also things like haircut and color. Mm -hmm. makeup what to wear to the high school dance what to wear to the cousin's wedding like and at this point I have such a hard time even making a decision because I've been so wrong so many times and (laughs) she's been so right all the time in my head yeah at least that even something as simple as like what I'm gonna wear to a friend's wedding is, you know, I need her approval and it's fucking exhausting. She doesn't want to have to give me her approval. She's like, how fucking old are you? Like, just make a choice. But I'm like, I can't make the choice, mom, because all of us depend on you for your approval, because if you don't like something, you're going to say it and then we're going to look at it differently.
0: Exactly. Oh, you have like that anxiety, like waiting for them to give you the okay. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember when I was a wedding planning, my mom would she wouldn't say she didn't like something. My mom's more passive aggressive than that. She'd be like, "Oh, that's an interesting choice," and I do like the oh, slow no. turn. I'm like, well, "What is that supposed to mean?" She goes, "Nothing. I just wouldn't have chosen that." I'm like, "All right, Anne Marie, what <laughs> would you have chosen?" Like, "Yeah, what? What do you? What do you want me to do?" And usually she's right. Usually she has a solid point. But at the same time, I'm like, don't do that because now I'm not going to have confidence in my choice at all because I've had too many of those fucking situations where I think it's fine and then you end up being right and I don't want to gamble that right now.
1: Right. Yeah. Or like... it's important. You just need to... uh, I, you know, thinking about future wedding planning eventually, it's like it's going to be me delegating to my mom. That's going to be wedding planning for me because it's going to be too stressful for me to do it on my own. I'm going to need help. Yeah. And then it's just gonna add another layer of anxiety, like being faced with a decision with two things with my mom hanging, like staring at it behind my shoulder, like, well, which one would she pick? Which one would I pick? What do I like? What do I think my mom's gonna like? Well, if I like <laughs> it, is it's am I still gonna like it in ten years when I'm looking back? I don't know. So just let her do it. Yeah. That's fair. I don't wanna be like that though, but yeah. I am because I'm fucking terrified of making the wrong choice because I did nothing but make the wrong choice fucking forever. Yeah, I feel that. Like I look back, even something as simple as like I donated my hair in middle school and I had this like short, shaggy fucking haircut. And it was the same summer that all the boys decided to grow their hair out really long and look like skater dudes. And I looked like a fucking middle school boy Oh, with braces. Yeah, that's a...
0: I'm getting a different vibe. Like you look like you're wearing Vans, maybe. And but
1: I wasn't. I was wearing Uggs, but my head looked like I should be wearing Vans. Like Do you, you get what I'm
0: saying? Yeah, yeah. It I'm was picking bad. Up. It was like skater grunge vibe, rather than like mermaidy chic bob vibe.
1: Right. It was like a little lesbian trying to look girly. Yeah.
0: Well, the highlights that ended up really being a signature move of our friendship, because Morgan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> fucking
0: loves, loves to make fun of those highlights. They were a poor choice. Um, Again, my mom dropped me off. I was 14 years old at the hair salon. We had just moved to Nashville. And so I was fucking bitter. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you can get your hair colored. Just don't get chunky highlights. So what did, I don't even know. I don't even think I knew what chunky highlights were. It was that, it, like if she would have never said anything, I don't think I would have done it. You know what I'm saying? But because yeah. she's like, don't you dare get chunky highlights. I walked in. I was like, I want chunky highlights. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't know what the fuck that was. I, they were I, awful. They were so bad. <laughs> My favorite thing. Oh, they were so bad. But it was like, I truly don't think that's what I wanted. I think I was just at the point that I just wanted her to be as frustrated as possible. <laughs> I really wanted to make her earn it. I think we just have, you know, whatever she did to my grandparents, like I was receiving the energy from my grandparents to pay that back to her. Right. Therefore, we took it up a notch from my parents because I've heard a lot of my parents' stories and like you and I like upgraded it. So if I have children of my own, I'm going to need a Xanax prescription. A hundo percent. Oh God, it's... (laughs) I am owed a lot of shit for what I put my mother through.
1: (laughs) The words that came out of my mouth. Oh, yeah.
0: You you could be spicy. See, I wasn't allowed to talk back, so I just had to do stupid shit. Oh, my
1: God. If if a human that I fucking created (laughs) looked me in the eyes and said half of the shit to me that I said to my mother... I would jump off of a fucking bridge. (laughs) It was bad. Yeah. We're monsters. I was seriously a monster. And I've apologized to my mom in person for this before, but I will make it public. Sorry, mom. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I was a raging lunatic. And, you know, you kind of sucked. You did suck a little bit. Yeah. Um, I just did stupid shit. It was bad.
0: Yeah. I was, like, I kind of was sassy. I usually, it wasn't words. Like, I really wasn't, I mean, I did maybe cop a little bit of an attitude, but, like, my dad, that was, like, something he didn't tolerate, and I actually was scared of him. And so, I didn't talk back much. Although, okay, so I do have one thing to help us transition from our first subject to our second subject. Okay. So, the one time that I have been correct, and my mom was wrong. Ooh, okay. Okay. So... I okay my first apartment out of college we actually moved to like a really cute apartment complex you saw that one that was when I lived with my ex-husband I love that apartment yeah it was cute and I decorated all of it I I don't know why I didn't listen to her y'all I don't do color okay I don't wear color I don't like color I'm wearing a black shirt with a fucking skull on it right now okay if we (laughs) had a video I don't do bright and airy colors I do neutrals I do darks grays whatever And I decorated my house. It was already, like, warm-toned, which I didn't love, but I still found a way to keep it mostly neutral. And my mom came over and was like, you have no color in your house. It makes me sad. And, like, any other... I feel like this is very much so in the South, too, about, like, your cooking in your house. Like, your mom says something and you, like, can't let it go. Like, even more so. So it's, like, as, I don't know, like, Southern mom thing that it was, like, she was disappointed in my house. It, like, I fixated on it. So I put fucking color everywhere. I hated it. I was like, Mom, I don't even, why, why did you say that my mom buys a new house last year? Y'all that motherfucker has no color in this house. Okay. Nowhere. (laughs) She goes, it's just so much more chic. I was like, no goddamn kidding, mom. Oh my God. She has no, the only, she has some light blues. That's it. There's no, no color anywhere. I was like, you like made me put color. She's like, no, I just said your house made me sad. (laughs) I was like well what if I said she's like well now I get the aesthetic like I understand oh Jesus Christ yes so the aesthetic the aesthetic she's like now I understand but when I had a good neutral palette it made her sad interesting yes
1: so I wonder if she was just feeding off of shitty vibes maybe that would explain a lot you know yeah maybe it was like foreshadowing that might be it I truthfully can't think of a time that I was right my mom was wrong besides maybe like a movie quote (laughs) except maybe while telling a story (laughs) for like never getting to the end of a fucking story yeah that's not great no um so the next thing that we wanted to talk about that kind of fits in with moms are always right is the flip side of that which is that these people that we look up to for a long time that we consider heroes or role models are also just people. Yeah. And nobody's perfect and nobody knows what they're doing. And we've said this before multiple times, like from what we can tell being an adult is just bullshitting. Oh yeah. Until you get somewhere good like I don't I don't even know what it means it's literally
0: just pretending like you know what you're doing until you genuinely figure out what you're doing and that you hope that you figure it out before it has like dire consequences yeah like we're moving I've moved plenty of times so I don't know why I didn't think of this like we get the new apartment or a new house technically on Monday right again this is minimum my like sixth time moving I completely forgot we have to put the utilities in our name before we move. I am a grown ass (laughs) adult. This is minimum my sixth move. This is my third move this year. I was like, oh shit, we have to put the power and stuff in our name, like today. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I save people's lives. I don't remember doing shit like that. I leave laundry in the washer for three days. I have no idea what the fuck's going on. (laughs) I've done that. All the time. It starts
1: to smell weird.
0: Yeah, and then that is a signature Anne Marie move is to which Anne Marie's my mom. Is to say something with just an insane amount of confidence that you don't even dare question her. <laughs> and then whether what it does or doesn't work out later, she's like, Yeah, I had no fucking idea. I just I just went with it.
1: I just said it. I would kill to have that level of confidence in any decision I made. Yeah, one of the things that my dad has said a lot is like when we were younger, we would go to New York City or Philly for, you know, sporting events or to go see Broadway shows or family or whatever. And then walking around in a city, my dad always said, just look like you know where you're going. Even if you don't know where you're going, just keep a normal pace, keep your head up and don't look like you're scared and lost. And that's literally just like, just look like you know what's going on and eventually maybe you'll know what's going on. Yeah,
0: I agree. So I guess it's kind of like a, Our parents are good at like experiences and like how to handle life because basically all it is is an experience game. Y'all think about how much better you are the second time, third time you do something versus the first. So yeah, my mom might bullshit me on some recipe that she really hasn't made in 10 years. But if it comes down to like how to properly buy a plane ticket or how to, you know, like get through a city or how to do something when you're moving or building something, things that like a life lesson. They got that shit on lock, but at the same time, they're fucking human beings and they're getting older. So like, not that they have bad memories, but they can't remember everything. They're not as quick as they used to be. Like they're fucking humans. And that's terrifying as an adult to come to really realization that like your parents are human.
1: Right. And they make mistakes Mm -hmm. and they don't know everything. No. Like I just know even recently, um, my mom and I have gotten a lot closer in the past few years. I think it's from, you know, finally doing what she said and becoming a nurse and living close to each other, but not with each other. Um, so she and I are more friends now than we ever were before. And so she's like talking a little shit up on my dad sometimes to me. And I never thought anything bad about my dad growing up. Like he, was we would watch hockey. He was funny. He was available when I needed him. And, you know, what else? What more is there to ask for, you know? Yeah. But, <laughs> you yeah, know, he pisses her off. And now, you know, I'm like, I notice little things. I'm like, oh, my God. He's a great husband, but is he the best husband in the world? Like, is anybody the best husband in the world? Like, what makes someone good in a relationship? Like... I guess it's a, an average score is like, you know, in the positive column. But, you know, it's not as easy as I thought it was or it's as easy as they made it look.
0: I guess that's really what it boils down to, because I guess it can be confusing us doing these two together. But we're saying like most of the time, a lot of times your mom or parents or like mentors are correct, but it's not as easy as they make it look. Right at all. I feel like that's what's boiling down to, because I can see how these two would be like contradictory. Yeah, thank you. Words, English, words, words. Um, but yeah, I think that's what it is. Everything looks so much easier when you're younger, and it's not like just like the fact that my mom worked three jobs, had kids alone, and like every fucking day there was dinner. You know what I had for dinner tonight? Uh, leftover mac and cheese and like six fruit roll-ups, okay? I fed the toddler, okay? He had dinner. What did I have? Fruit roll-ups. Adulting. Adulting. But no, my mom somehow fucking, I'm like, y'all made this shit look so easy. It's not.
1: Yeah, it's not easy and like recognizing that your parents stumbled along the way when they made it, you know, uh, you and I growing up like, I'm a lot of people probably don't have this experience, but, like, we were saved from a lot of the bullshit um, financially, yeah. you know, like housing-wise, school-wise. We were always in good schools. We always lived in nice houses. Um, our families were together. Uh, so we were, you know hashtag blessed in that way that we kind of avoided a lot of bullshit and our parents made sure that we avoided a lot of it um but behind the scenes there was some serious fucking panic going on that i am just finding out about now yeah i bet i mean and it's like wait what the house cost that much when the housing market crashed you lost that much I can't even you know I can't it's imagine. Like, what the fuck? And you know, I always had a new phone, I got to do dance classes, I still did sports, uh, you know, they got me a car when I was seventeen. And I I didn't know how much work it took. Now I'm just like trying to fucking pay back my loans and live in an apartment. <laughs> And yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is happening?
0: Yeah, I'm like, uh
1: my when my mom, I turned twenty-eight this week, y'all. When my mom Oh my god, that's right. Wait. <laughs> we all knew this already, obviously. But happy birthday. <laughs> Fucking I meant to open with like, it was Stephanie's birthday this week. Happy birthday. She's 28. Oh, thanks. So happy birthday. I'll <laughs> put that out in public. <laughs> Well, I did do an Instagram story, and I did text you. You no, you you nailed
0: it. That's not what I meant. I was thinking I was like twenty eight now. Again, until two days before, like it was an emergency. I forgot to turn on our power at her new house, and I ate right. for roll for dinner. My mom had a two year old
1: at twenty eight.
0: Yeah, my mom was twenty six when she had me.
1: Uh, my mom got married when she was twenty. I don't like this story. <laughs>
0: But yeah, I mean, like, that's why I'm sitting there. I'm like, I, that's more what I thought of. I remember on my 26th birthday being like, wow, I don't have my shit together in any way, shape or form. Now, a little bit more so than last year, but like last year at 27, I was like, nope. <laughs> 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 Married, divorced all in a year. What's up, bitches? <laughs> beautiful.
1: That's yeah. a beautiful
0: thing. Yeah. So that's what I'm just thinking. I'm like, they made it look easy. And it's not but I think that goes for so many things like okay some of the most badass human beings I know are teachers okay they're talk about fucking jobs that I respect and terrify me uh, teachers some of the people who rage like the fucking hardest are teachers and when you're younger again there are these people who do have get great advice invi- great ugh. they do have great advice they know how to help they seem so put together, stable, everything else. And then I have friends who are teachers who are like blacking out. I'm like, don't you have to like teach children? Aren't you like this miss so-and-so that teaches them algebra and then you're blacked out on a Tuesday?
1: Yeah, that was hysterical for me too. Like I went to a college where the main degree that people went there for was education. Yeah. And We'd always be like, future teachers of America, finish the bottle of Pinnacle, like, you know, (laughs) blacking out constantly. I mean, now, like, late 20s, everyone's settling down and getting married and buying houses and not really, like, going out and raging during the week. But when they first graduated college and started teaching, like, you know... Wing Wednesday, baby, we're going to go out and have a couple pitchers of beer and then you're going to go in and like, you know, just wear your glasses instead of your contacts and put on a fucking scarf to make yourself look put together on a Thursday.
0: And put on a movie and call it a day. Right. How many
1: fucking movies did
0: we watch? A lot. I guess we, if I really went back and thought about it, I could figure out who the fun teachers were.
1: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How many, how many hungover lessons did we get taught? I don't know, but I have nothing but respect. Oh yeah, for sure. But
0: yeah, so it's teachers, our parents, the government. Hello. That was something that I thought I trusted until I realized that that was fucking stupid. Talk about a generation who has just gotten butt fucked. We're just like, oh my God, you're a mess. You have no idea what's going on. And on top of every other day, everyday shit, this pandemic and the government, which we want to do a whole political... Morgan and I have different views but I think we come from a similar place would you say like a
1: mm. I think like core values and human rights issues we were coming from if not the exact same a very similar angle
0: yes and then there's like definitely things that are different yeah but and i I have issues with what's going on I've never been like oh no this is great I'm so proud of the things that are happening like that. I I have yet to have seen, maybe since I have had any idea what's going on, I've had issues, but how things have been handled for nurses, Like, you see all these memes for a reason. We used to get fined thousands of dollars for having a drink at a nursing station, and I wear the same mask for weeks at a time because now the masks that we're given during shift don't even have wire in it, so you'll be taking a COVID patient to the floor, and your mask will have migrated up, and your mouth or your nose is, like, exposed, Mm -hmm. and you're just out in the air, and they can cough on you.
1: They're sanitizing our special N95 masks. Yeah. Same. We use them for a shift and then we put them in a bucket and then they quote unquote sanitize them and give them back. And they want us to put them in a bag in, in between. A, bag, a paper bag.
0: Yeah. And then, but like that means that the outside that was near the patient is in the same bag that it's also touching the inside of the mask that goes directly on your mouth. Guys. Fuck yeah, it is. And then we're wearing, you know, we're wearing gowns over and over again. We have reusable face shields. We I had to sign a contract about my face. It's. And I'm like, oh, I was never like blindly trusting of the government, but I really had this hope that for the most part, again, I'm learning
1: my lesson that people- are wrong. They're not good. I know. (laughs) I know. They're bad. I thought they were trying to help.
0: They are. They're horrible. I mean, like I said, I was never totally on board and I definitely thought there was corruption but to me, this has been the biggest fuck you I've ever seen.
1: Right. And I, uh, in, along the same lines or in the same vein as the government, um, doctors. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, doctors was always, you know, that's the most intelligent, noble career anyone could do was to become a physician yeah um and you know spoiler alert <laughs> they're fucking humans oh yeah
0: they're totally humans and they have feelings and yeah. they you know they can panic and that's yeah. why you're supposed to be a team and that you know is the most dangerous is doctors nurses staff who don't work as a team or rely on each other because if you do that whole thing where you are the god and above all else and don't get help that you are a human and you will kill someone i
1: was just gonna say you're gonna kill someone you'll kill like that
0: you will because you're i've had doctors panic and fortunately i work with a great team that there's other people who can pick up the slack and figure things out and carry them you know when they do but they are they're humans and i think that's so hard it's such a hard fucking lesson to learn over and over again is to have these unfair expectations on these great people they're still human so yeah, so in, in conclusion, basically, I guess part of the lessons we've learned is that if someone loves you and is giving you advice, you should at least try to listen to it, and that those same people are human beings, and having unhealthy
1: expectations is always going to result in you being disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good synopsis. Mm-hmm. I like that. I feel like putting yourself in the shoes of a person giving advice to is helpful. Like if you love someone, would you ever give them advice that wasn't coming from a place of either knowledge or experience or love? I don't think so. Yes. For the most part, maybe, I don't, I don't know. know. I feel like that's another lesson. Maybe not something where You have to, you know, have a hard pill to swallow, but knowing who to vent to. Oh my God. Yeah. Some people you can vent to. Especially if you're like, look, I just need to vent. I don't need a solution to a problem. I just need to let this out. If you have people that you know you can do that with, that's great. But like, neither of my parents are are people that I can do that with. They are solution-oriented. They will look for what I did wrong to see. Like, I'm upset, but what did I do to contribute to the situation? Um, So having people in your life (laughs) that you know you can vent too
0: oh yeah and that you Baby's can these
1: aren't usually the ones
0: no but yeah so I guess it's that's hard I know this sounds bad because I don't say like use people but you got to categorize people in your life for what they're good friends for that was a huge lesson I feel like I had to learn was like I expected people to treat me how I was treated and I treated them and that You know, I can be a solution-driven person or I can be a listener and not everybody can do that. You have to tell me which one because sometimes I won't know. But I always expected people to just know or to just, like, do what I asked them to or act like I would. And, like, that's not how life works. And you have different friends for different things. You have girlfriends who you can go to their house and cry on their couch and eat Oreos and discuss your world problems. And you have girlfriends who you call when you would go out to the bars and have a good time. And then you have girlfriends who you go on vacation with and, you know, you got to kind of know where people are at and appreciate and love them for that role they are in your life. Like my Mimi, great cheerleader, not the person I should have vented to. That's my own fault. I am well aware of that situation and I made a stupid
1: choice. That's a whole other thing, too, is like not expecting people to treat you the way that you would treat you. Oh, my God. Yeah, because that's a whole fucking other thing that can be its own episode, its own. Yeah, because we do want to make this into like a little series and continue talking about things like this. Um, we have kind of a running list going. So if anyone has any lessons that they learn the hard way too, we can take those into account.
0: Yeah, I also think that when we finally do an Enneagram deep dive, you know, I, I love the Enneagram and that's huge. What I use it for is to understand people and know what they are bringing to the table for friendship relationships and stuff like that and understand how they think. So I can't wait to do that episode. I'm fucking stoked. I love it. So we'll do that soon, too.
1: Yeah, we have a I think we have a lot of good stuff coming up. Yeah, we
0: just like to fucking talk, y'all. That's it.
1: Yeah, y'all. Whatever.
0: Alright, so to close out, again, let us know that you like this. Let us know that you're on on track with this. This is a fun thing for you. And we're gonna close with fuck Mary Kill. So, fuck Mary Kill. So you have Disney Villain Edition. Ooh, okay. Jafar from Aladdin my god. Gaston from Beauty and the Beast and Hook from Peter Pan. Oh! <laughs> oh. Jafar, Gaston, and
1: Hook. I hate them all. I know. Um, I feel like right off the bat, I gotta kill Hook. He doesn't like, he wants to kill kids, you know, and he's got a hook for a hand. Yeah. Like, what's that good for? Nothing. Nothing that, and, Nothing and the other that- I'm interested in no <laughs> I know You're welcome. and then I guess I'm gonna throw up <laughs> I don't like this and then I guess like to I guess we got to go by looks at this point so we're gonna fuck Jafar and marry <laughs> Gaston? Like, ew. You'd end up
0: murdering him, so it'd be fine. You know you wouldn't let Gaston live more than a week. Even would be on fucking Disney Snapped.
1: I w- <laughs> Snapped. Disney edition.
0: Follow the brides of Disney villains and how long it takes before they fucking murder him.
1: <laughs> it would not be long.
0: No, no, for sure. So you're welcome.
1: All right, what you got for me? All right. First, let me just verify that you've seen a bunch of Austin Powers movies. (laughs) Yes, but I don't know that I'm going to remember characters' names. All right, I think you'll be okay. Fuck Mary Kill. Austin Powers. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Doctor Evil. Okay. And fat bastard.
0: Oh, and I got a Google Fat Bastard, hopefully.
1: What? I don't remember. He's like, get in my belly. He's <laughs> disgusting.
0: I think off the bat, I would marry Dr. Evil because he, he would make me. No, I'd marry Austin Powers because. <laughs> what? I would marry Austin Powers because he clearly knows what he's doing in the bedroom. And Does he, though? I don't know. but I feel like he's a date raper. He has a de- He's so fucking funny. Like, gang, like you would, you would, it would take me more time to kill Austin Powers than would for you to kill Gaston. That's true. For, sh- for sure. Hold on. I also don't think I could fuck a midget.
1: No, that's mini-me. Okay, actually, that's better. Mini-me. <laughs> mini-me, Austin Powers, and Fat Bastard.
0: <laughs> Mini me, Austin Powers, and Fat Bastard. Okay, so I'm Mary Austin Powers. Okay, I'm looking okay. up. I'm looking at Fat Bastard right now. whole please, this is something I'd have to kill this motherfucker, y'all. <laughs> my head is the size of this man's man tit. He's <laughs> he looks like an orangutan.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, that's not going anywhere, and near around my mouth or vagina. That's not happening
1: okay Me is
0: <laughs> well i guess mini me is <laughs> that would be weird that would be really that'd be hard
1: to get past
0: yeah but like i could only do it once i'd rather he that bastard might kill me i think i have to kill him or he'd kill me first Just fuck really, mini like, suffocation yes or dr evil Dr. Evil would be fun to fuck with, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'd really get him all kinds of, like, worked up and pissed off.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, Mini-Me, that might be difficult. But I mean, like, how long could it take to get a midget off, right?
1: (laughs) You know, the actor that played Mini-Me, I'm sure, got a lot of pussy.
0: I'm sure he did. I'm just thankful that I don't have to play this game in real life. All right. (laughs) Yep all right so if y'all like that whole idea of shit we had to learn the hard way let us know we love you we've missed you we hope you're all surviving being careful as the world's opening back up and until then follow us on social media
1: stephanie did you forget again Always. our social media
0: they, i just like i forgot to post on
1: social media this week. <laughs> Are crushing this. Absolutely and crushing. We it. are successful at it. Let's just put that energy out into the universe.
0: We're going to get it together. Listen, we it's a pandemic and we're nurses and I'm moving and my sister got married and we're tired. We're sorry. So tired. <laughs> so tired. But we're
1: here. Um, for like minimal posts to look at, you can go to our Instagram. <laughs> Uh, yeah which is at make it work podcast I'm not fucking posting on twitter either I don't know what (laughs) I I don't have anything nice to say Uh, but if you want to follow it it's at make it work pod at twitter facebook.com slash make it work podcast not much going on there either at the moment and if you want (laughs) to email us stories or lessons you've learned or uh, if you want to say hi whatever we don't give a fuck we'll we'll open it we'll read it we'll respond unless it's a dick uh make it work podcast at gmail.com and on that note we're asking you to understand we're human we want you to come (laughs) hang out
0: with us we're gonna figure it out eventually just uh, you know what it's one step at a time struggle with us
1: we love you i love you morgan see you next week bye love you too.